Listen to me. Making money is easy. You're the one who's making it hard. The truth of the matter is that there is nothing easier, smoother, more delicious than gathering people. The gathering of people, selling to many versus selling to one. Oh, this is going to be a really good episode. Hey, you. Welcome to Build the Damn Thing, a place where myself, Tiffany Largi, and our amazing Do the Damn Thing coaches show you how to use your story to build it all. Whether it's your first six figures, your next layer of multiple six figures, or maybe you're on your way to a million. And if it's not that, it's the life of your dreams, where you are free, you are strong, and you are whole. First, we're going to show you how to use your story to build a strong foundation. And then next, we're going to show you how to use your story in sales and marketing to clean up the cracks. And last but not least, we're going to show you how to use your story to gather people. Because the truth of the matter is that there's nothing stronger than being connected to people who just understand you as you are, where you are, so you can stop explaining yourself. I want to remind you that now that you're here, you are home, and I officially welcome you to our family. All right, let's get started. I got to tell you, um, I got to tell you, I'm really excited about this topic because every time I think about just do the damn thing in general, but, but you know, let me go back. Every time I just think about making money and all the areas in which my back has been against the wall, I had to figure it out. And that's in different scenarios and chapters in my life. The gathering of people has been at the center of it. So mm. I'm crazy excited about this because I have the expert on the mm. gathering of humans. And um, Matt, I have, uh, I want to say I've encouraged and asked. Um, I definitely did not threaten him to come here and spend some really good time. Because what I know for sure is that if you can just wrap your head around what's next and ask yourself, what would happen or how long would it take me to gather two people, 10 people, 20 people, 30 people? Because the truth of the matter is that it's not about numbers. It's just about the effort, the focus, the, the willingness to adopt it into your business. And if you're willing to adopt it into your business and I guess in your life, magic happens. Mm -hmm. There's nothing more stronger than people who either have a common interest, a common like, a common uh, feel to get together and then be led on a journey. Right. Now, I emphasize that word led because I'm going to break this up um, inside of our series into two parts. So live and then virtual. But when you think about live, well before the world, um, well before the world decided to have a pandemic and we all had to go virtual, our company has been doing virtual events. But I want to make it clear that, yes, there's a lot of amazing things in uh, the virtual world, but I'm going to leave it second because I really believe the power of people meeting in person. And for me, it's first. In the beginning of my years, um, I accomplished uh, what, how do I say this? I accomplished what seemed or felt impossible. People weren't entertaining me. It was hard for me to get on stage. I couldn't get the respect that I knew that, that I deserved. And so I just decided really quickly, I'm just not going to ask anybody else to, you know, to get on stage. I'm just going to go do my own events. I'll create my own stage. So in this, I'm going to, I'm going to ask Matt. So I'm going to bring Matt um, into this fold because I really want you to understand the power of not just gathering people, but really seeing yourself as being a person who creates their own stage. 
which is one of Matt's favorite topics. So, dun, 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 the world goes, and we welcome Matt Gill dun, dun, dun. to the stage. <laughs> I love, you know what? I love events because it there's so much opportunity to create. Like when you think of an event, there is almost like a blank canvas. Like, what do you want the? An event is actually not really an event; it's an experience. It's something like, what do you want to? What do you want them to feel? What do you want them to smell? What do you want them to taste? What do you want them to, to like their emotional impact that they have while they're in your presence, whether that be live or virtual? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like it's an event is an experience that you get to create, and and what I think has happened in in the past is we've always had this like one model that we felt like we had to totally had to follow but events nowadays you can create almost any experience and the people that are drawn to you are the people that belong to you yes and you know with that you know um matt said like the smell and the taste but i want you to kind of get this the reason why i started doubling down on events many many years ago is because it was the only clearest way without me understanding ads online and without me being able to be super awesome on on social media it was the way for me to give the person a piece of me and they Mm. went back home so like i went back home with hundreds and hundreds of people right and so therefore i was able to kind of i don't want to say give myself to them but you know Mm, what i mean you did yeah plant a seed and plant it really deep it's the people that the people that are drawn to you belong to you Mm mm-hmm you know the people that are the people that are coming to you are your community, your tribe, and what I love about every everything that you teach is either you're either one way or you're the other way. Correct. You either like me or you don't like me. And the biggest thing is to get your audience, your people, to either make a decision, either you're part of us, or you're not. Right. And I don't want to go past that because, um, and I'm going to ask Matt some questions, but I really don't want to go past that because a lot of times there are people who go, oh, I'm going to do an event. So I'm just going to bring people around and they're going to be near me. And then I'm going to kind of be amongst them on a journey, right? That's called facilitation. Right. That's not what I'm talking about. And I don't believe in that model. Let me just take a moment and pause. (laughs) Now, I know that it has its place. And yes, I believe every business model can have facilitated experiences for sure. We do. Mm. But you can't that can't be the anchor of a business or a brand. There has to be some form of person or entity or group or just consistent force that's leading because um, events need to be led. I need the person to lead their people on a journey. Like our clients, I want them to go on a journey. I don't want them to just go there and then we're just amongst because then you have a whole sea of blind leading the blind. Mm. Let me ask you this. So, you know, um, you know the backbone of just not even do the damn thing before it was on Rooster Freedom and then it was just Tiffany Largy. I began to do live events because uh, it, no one no one gave me the respect and then I just decided I was just going to create my own stage. But little did I know that creating my own stage was a gateway to me producing six-figure moments. It was a gateway to me bypassing all these tripwires and things that people you know, just were hell-bent on. But I got to tell you, one of the greatest things that came out of live events was the joy and laughter that went home with me like the love I don't know how to explain it like uh so I used to feel lost a lot in mm-hmm. this industry I used to feel lost because I'm in a league of my own not because I chose to be but because I could never get with the good old boys network I was never polished enough I would end up saying you know four letter words um to the people who I did not <laughs> believe in their policies or I saw them doing backdoor gray things to their customers and clients so I took a stand 
And um, what events did for me is it gave me a place to have my mind and my thoughts and my principles like a home. Right. So, you know, even as I talk about this, I think to myself, there's running an event and then there's adding events into your world and your business model. So we ended up doing two core events every single year. Right. And then we did like maybe six or so smaller events every year. Give me an idea. When you think of the number one um, uh, for the business or the person who's like, but I don't even know, I, I, like, what is too small of an event? What is considered a live event? So every company actually should have at least one core event. There's something either either that's annually or biannually. Um, they should, you need to have something that keeps your audience and your community looking forward to. Um, for some people, it, it could be a, a live event with 50 people, 100 people, mm-hmm. 300 people. It's the place that, you, that your community and everybody gets to come together again, and they almost get recharged. It's almost like it's they are coming back in and they're but they plugging get back recharged in and, and you, you get recharged. Yeah, 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 for sure. You also get a lot of data. Mm-hmm. You know, you're finding out what's going on in your community. What are some of their biggest challenges um, when done right and with your team? Oh, hold on, because you're saying something really important. You're saying the word community. Mm-hmm. So what if that person doesn't have a community well, and then, they just have customers? What if I'm Plumber John, Plumber John? Right. Down the street, Plumber John. That was kind of funny. <laughs> I'm so good. Okay, sorry. I'm just in love with myself. So Plumber John, right, down the street, he has 3,000 customers. I believe he should be doing an event too, but he sees them as customers. He doesn't see them as a community. So so and those words actually interplay so much. If you think about your, your customer base, that is your community. For sure. They're the people that have at some point trusted you yep they trust your product they yep. trust your service they trust your your intellect your intellectual property they become part of your community so you look at your clients look at your customers and build it like that's the key to to true connection is when you turn a customer into a community when you build um and and that's in any industry that you could be selling popcorn and you're going to have somebody that's going to go to that popcorn vendor because they feel like they're part of him. For sure. And honestly, you know, that's really what you want in general. Right. Everything you do should be in the operation of a community. Like that's at the end of the day, like that's the 911. It is how you allow yourself to be the highest price provider in your market. It's how you get to bypass trying to um, have a ton of people asking you for coupons and for discounts and things like that. It is how you're able to uh, attract quality clients by thinking of those people who are purchasing, even if it's $2, even if it's one time uh, as a community. Uh, For me here, anybody who has bought a product for me, from me, because before it was just little old me and our company was actually called Tiffany Largy Business Strategies. Mm -hmm. That's how I got into the world. Then I got a little fancier. We were on Worst of Freedom. Now today we, we have evolved into this movement called Do the Damn Thing. But we wouldn't have been able to evolve into a movement if I didn't start thinking of those people from seven years ago like family. Right. And even though they're seven years old and maybe they don't have a current product from us and maybe they haven't been in a program, maybe they haven't been to an event. Believe it or not, inside of our world and our ecosystem, we still think of them as part of the community. And they're a community member and they're a family member. And those people are still <laughs> reaching out and consuming content via For sure. social media, YouTube, we see the, the emails. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had a lady the other day who was telling one of our coaches who, you know, she's so awesome. Uh, I won't say her name, but 
you remember uh, one of our coaches was talking in a meeting and she was like, yeah, such and such. They consume. She says she binge watches Tiffany mm-hmm. and she consumes her for like 16 hours a day. And and the truth of the matter is that she wasn't consuming brand new content. She was consuming old content. She was right. consuming content from two, three, four years ago. But for her, it was current and it was valid. Now, here's what's most important. We consider her a family member, but at that point, she hadn't really bought a product that was more than $47. She had only been to a night school. Right. You know, and in that, if you can think to yourself that your your database, um, people who have had any form of a transaction, to Matt's point, they are a community member starting today. So you were walking us through the community and um, what a live event does for them. Correct. What are some of the... So there's recharging of me, recharging of them, but there's also collecting data just about what's happening in the world. Right. What are some of the ways in which you can use that data or break down that data? What are some of the things that evolve from like instantly just by doing an event without even seeing a spreadsheet? So I think you you realize what are the biggest needs. You know, you think of uh, in business, you want to find the need, solve the need. Yeah, yeah. And and we always talk about what problem are you solving. Correct. The biggest thing in in events is you get to find out what is truly the biggest problem that they're solving. We may may have an idea. You may have an idea. But it's not until you get that data that you're actually hearing from that you're like, wait a minute. Oh, I didn't even think about that. And you're able to provide them because you are the expert in your field. For sure. Um, when you when you hear what the challenges are, what are the things that they're facing? Great. You have the solution for that, and then, then you get to create that. And I think the better part of it is that, man, if you really understand the problem that is being uh, being had, then you create better solutions, you create more acute solutions, and with more acute solutions, you get to solve the problem faster, you can charge more money, you mm-hmm. can become the specialist. It's just really a, a doubled, doubled, tripled win kind of a thing. So... Really quickly, can you walk me through your top three um, favorite type of live events? Just for the average person. So obviously they're like, this industry would be good and that industry. But if you had right. to like generalize. So you can even start with something as like a lunch and learn. Mm-hmm. Like that's something really basic. Something that's like 90 minutes come and let's learn together. If you're going to have good food there, please invite me. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't have sushi. <laughs> <laughs> you see how you play too much? You see how you play too much? Sushi is my favorite food. Sushi, listen. Sushi is my favorite food. What kind of sushi? Listen, Matt, don't do it. Don't do it right now here. This is not the right time. So if you have good food and you're having sushi, invite Tiffany. But Correct. lunch and learns. Lunch and learns are, are a really great way of just getting your people together, especially in a local market. Um, Everybody can do it. Easy come in, 90 minutes. It's a small commitment on their end. There's it's Panera Bread bus. everywhere right. across America. <laughs> I mean, you charge $50 or $25 and you're covering the cost of your Or event. you charge nothing and you pay for their lunch. Oh, there you go. You can even do that. And you, or you have them donate the money that they would spend to some charity in the city. There you go. Your goal is just to get them in the door. Right. Mm-hmm. Matt's right. Lunch and learn all day. Lunch. Everybody can do one in three weeks. Yep. Easy and with very little marketing. And you know the other side of this? You know, you're going to think I'm crazy, but yes, you can do lunch and learns. And then the next place, the, where am I going to have it? Let me tell you the easiest places. One, I've had clients who have asked friends to use our conference room. Mm-hmm. Okay. What's well, one? Two, if there is a community center, like yep. apartment complexes, things like that, you can use a community centers. Three, I've had people do it at their house. I had a client in Canada, no BS. Hmm. Had a client in Canada, a private client, and uh, she sold really luxury, high-priced, not high-priced, but on the higher-end real estate. Right. And she was teaching other real estate agents, and she's like, 
well, I have an amazing house. I'll never forget her. And I looked at her and I was like, if you say so. But what was really raw is that she was like, I have an amazing house. My kitchen is the best. Mm -hmm. I'm going to sit all 15 people around my kitchen. Right. She charged, I think it was like $200 a ticket and put wow. people in her living room. And at that point, this is literally during the first year of the pandemic or right, right around right before the pandemic. And I was like, you know what? She's right. Right. Well, it almost goes back to the model that like Tupperware used to do. You used to have Tupperware parties. Avon. Yeah, Avon. Yep. Come over. Millions Let's have of some, dollars. Have those little, those little triangles. Listen, sandwiches. don't you knock it. Those people <laughs> driving those Cadillacs. They drive it. They're not driving a, a pink Kia. You right. get what I'm saying? It's not a pink Kia for crying out loud. Right. This is a Cadillac. So, I mean, it works. It, it works. It works. It, it's worked then and it still works now. Mm-hmm. Um, listen, I'll go wherever the good food is. But at the end of the day, lunch and learn, the gathering of people that's small, right? So think to yourself, this is under 15 people. Could right. be under 30, but let's just say under 15. What's number two, second type? So the next thing is um, at more of a training, like a, a, like a one-day training. Um, easy easy to produce, easy, doesn't require a whole lot of space. You can get like a conference room for $150 a day or $300 a day. You can go to like a WeWork-ish type place. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I did um, my very first workshop in Raleigh, North Carolina, and I rented out like a golf clubish type of a business place, but it wasn't, I didn't spend the big dollars. I got it on their off day, on their off time. Right. Okay, so that's tip. That's a tip there, right? Don't do it on Saturday, so Sunday. Think, yeah, I was going to say, think about like a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Those are the, the cheapest days yep. to do events anywhere. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, around the country, especially in a city like Las Vegas. Right. Um, then I got like Jessica, someone's kid or daughter, I forget who, and I paid her per hour to come out and be the, hi, how you doing? Welcome to such and such and such. And she was cute as could be. She mm-hmm. was like a button, maybe 24 years old, 23. She stood there. We had nothing to give anybody. So she handed out white paper. So I got <laughs> white a white paper. I, I promise you. So you know how like hotels give you the pack of pens? Right. Listen, I laid those mother. Listen, I laid that shit out. <laughs> I laid it out like we bought it. Laid it out, got a reams of paper, right. and then everybody just she just kind of like grabbed a little stack and handed them the paper and a pen because it, it. Then the theme was we want you to take your own notes creatively. You know, <laughs> we don't want to bore you with worksheets. Your title, and it worked. Mm-hmm. Everybody got a, a thing of whatever in this. They did not have coffee. I had water that I had to beg them for, the kind of pour, nothing else. We charged probably $45 a ticket. Mm -hmm. I sold out the room. I think it could max at $50. And I probably made about somewhere between $50,000 and $65,000 from that event. Wow. I think about it all the time because it was my very first time gathering people myself. Right. And for the person who's wondering, well, Tiffany, how did you fill the room? Very simple. I went in... um, Every person who I had met, like, speaking or even if you were like, oh, come talk to me, I just got my cell phone and I started texting them all. Right. And I was like, hi, I'm going to do this event. You asked me a question about such and such. I couldn't answer it then, but I'm going to be answering it over here. And I texted people until I was blue in the face. And then I called the people who never responded. And I filled every seat myself by hand. I had no infusion soft. I had no system, no tools, no nothing. It was me, Jesus, and my cell phone. And then those three people who were like, you misspelled the word there. (laughs) 
<laughs> that's serious. But that's how I filled my first event. And that's actually how I filled all the events afterwards. But it was which, in the form. Which is why it's so important for you to. Valid. Like, yeah. To still text and call, get on the phone. And it's not just marketing on Facebook. It's not just putting out an ad. It's the ad, that actual additional touch. For sure. Um, what's your third? A big event. A big event? Yeah. Define a big event, man. So a big event is with a couple hundred people, more production. Um, so think of a bigger stage. What's the word production mean? Ooh, production. Now you're Ooh, now we're getting wait. the fun stuff. Production meaning more like there's lights, there's cameras, there's um, a microphone. It's more of a you have an agenda that's more of a has some some form of an entertainment. But aspect. you could do a three day event without big production, right? I you know can. Matt. Matt is like anti. You can. You see him? He's like. Womp, Hold womp. on, I gotta tap the braids. Womp, womp, womp. <laughs> no, I mean. But you can. You really can, and really, it, it's the gathering of the people. It's a. It's really about your content. What's the experience that you're gonna do? You don't need the bells and whistles. But you do need to set yourself up as an authority. But you don't need the bells and whistles, but you do need to create a dope-ass experience. Correct. You do. Like, and spend as much as you possibly can per person within your budget. That's no. going to be my recommendation. And here's the thing. If you're going to go that route, you need to videotape it, and you need to have a good video, a videographer, because that becomes assets for you for promoting other events and showing what you're doing. Man, we're going to have to have a whole episode on what to spend and what to have in an event. Yeah, That's like, how we'll wrap this that, up. That that truly is going to be one of your biggest things if you're going to go that route with there because you want to be able to utilize the money that you're already spending on the one event. You want to be able to maximize that and use it in other platforms and other things. Social media posts, your your God. little things, little clips and, you know, and be able to I'm repurpose. I'm so pained every single time I see someone with a dope event or any type of an experience and no one has a camera out. I swear I want to mm -hmm. roll around and just cry. It's the truth because it's like this thing is amazing and it's never going to happen again. Right. And no one's capturing it. I, I'm, you know, I'm very thankful every event I have ever done is on camera. Mm -hmm. it, I promise you that I went without people. I went without a lot of things. Sometimes people went without food. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, here's a peanut for you. Listen, I'm dead Listen, I'm being honest. You know why? Because... The, the the I knew so there's 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 acquiring momentum in that moment, but then there's like this moment's never gonna happen again. Exactly. And I need this moment to stretch for the whole year. I need this moment to be the proof of concept for all the other things. I need this moment so that I don't think we would be here today if we didn't have these small snippets um from the early days of me just trying to figure it out. And I don't want anyone to think that all of our events were like I don't want you to think that all of our events were like to Matt's standard, you know, <laughs> are my very first three I can become I can become a little snobbish in that. Like, oh, a little snobbish, Matt? Just a little. Um, this is an awkward silence. Let's experience <laughs> it together. <laughs> so I don't show Matt any of the pictures because Matt is always uh, non-cognizant of dollars <laughs> that have to be spent around. He doesn't realize that there are costs to request a lot of times because he's like, oh, we should have this, this, this. You know what? Because I grew up thinking that if we needed more money, we'll make more money. Great. What do we need to do? We need to get another client. Great. We need to do this. You always say sell the couch. I've I in that if that's the case I don't have any more couches right but yes correct <laughs> so my my uh, three day events uh, just think that each and every event the reason why you distinguish between the two because it really just depends on what you're going to be selling on the back end right the price point the higher the price point the longer time the person needs to be in front of you you cannot try and sell your ten thousand dollar pro package and you're seeing them for twenty two minutes now. 
There are some people who can accomplish that. That is not my recommendation. Nine out of 10 times when I hear someone go, oh, but there's this organization and they show you how to do it in two hours and such and such and such. Nine out of 10 times you end up with something really, really serious. You end up with people who buy, but they're not satisfied and who live in buyer's remorse land. Mm -hmm. There is nothing worse than getting someone to sign a contract. I don't care if it's $5, $5,000, $50,000, $500,000. And I have signed contracts of all four of those levels and they don't feel good about it a day later. That is a bad place yeah. to be. It's a bad place for you. It's a bad place in business. It's a bad place for them. It's a bad place for the lead that you generated. It's a bad place for the market. So um, I'm going to selfishly say the longer the period of time as you think of is going to distinguish. So here's what I'm going to ask, okay, as we, we bring this to a quick wrap. Uh, make a decision. So now it's time for you to decide. You need to do an event. Inside of the Boss Collective, inside of our circles and our communities, we have tons of ideas on different types of events, et cetera. And, de and depending on what type of program level, if you come and engage with us, you show up at a live event, or maybe you just knock on our door with some really good coffee and you're like, I need some help. What I'm going to say is the very first decision that you need to make is not only what type of event, but what type of event are you ready for right now? What type of an event can you put it on the calendar that's at least six weeks out? At mm -hmm. least six weeks out. Yep. Okay. And don't think about like, oh, but I can't afford it all right now. There's so many cool, you can get sponsors, you can take out a credit card, you can get a loan, you can hustle and sell really quickly in those six weeks. Like you can barter for rooms. Like there's so many, even though I don't believe in bartering, I do believe it for space. Um, there's so many ways that you can get around the hows and the things that don't make sense. But what I'm going to say to you, and I know Matt's going to say to you is start now. Yeah. Yep. What's the first step that I need to make? That's all I want. I can't ask you for the second and third, but what's my first? Create the vision. What do you want them to experience? What do you want them to walk away with? What problem do you want solved? Yep. What problem do you want solved? What problem do you want? What do you want them to say at the end? What do you want them to say? Cast the vision. Yep. Dun, dun, dun. There you go. <laughs> and just like that, we are done. Now, I hope this has been absolutely delicious for you. I'm really excited just thinking about the possibility of you jumping into your very first or if it's not your first, a really dope event in the next six, eight, 12, 15 weeks. And as always, we are right here to help you. Go make a boss move. I hope that episode was amazing for you and you are closer to building the damn thing. I can't wait to hear what your thoughts were, what part you loved and the action that you're going to go take because the truth of the matter is that the person who wins is not the person who gets there first. It's the person who takes action first. Now, I've got a gift for you, and it is at www.strappedhustle.com. It is imperative that you run there and you see all types of goodies, starting with the seven must-haves that you got to put when telling your story. There is so much deliciousness awaiting for you. I would love nothing more than for you to go ahead and give us a thumbs up and a five-star review on not just this episode, but this entire series of how do you build the damn thing. Like always, if there's anything that we can do to make your week, day, or month better, please let us know. And more importantly, I can't wait to see you live, whether it's at Do The Damn Thing Live or in one of our communities, or maybe you're just hanging out with us on social media. What I know to be true is that I am meant to connect with you somewhere, and I can't wait for that day to happen. And more importantly, I can't wait to see what you build.